Hello, returning happies and new listeners. This is Steve Bennett Martin. And this is Stephen Martin Bennett. And, and welcome, welcome to, to A Lifetime of Happiness. Happiness. The podcast where we take you on our journey through some of the movies, television shows, and other bits of pop culture that are helping to keep us happy, while hopefully helping to bring a smile to your face along the way. And today we're going to be looking back at some of the different shows and games that we've discussed mid-binge and giving you some more final thoughts on it or continued thoughts. Yes, and the reason for this special mini-sode brings us to happy news, which is... We're going to New Orleans this week, and we're going to be celebrating our five-year wedding anniversary. Yes, and so for that, we are spending our time preparing for the trip, as well as also preparing a very special anniversary episode, which will be coming out next Wednesday, which is our anniversary itself. Funny how that just happened to work out for us. It was meant for us and for y'all, so stay (laughs) tuned for The Greatest Show. But in the meantime, my love, what's been making you happy? Well, so I traded in my convertible. I'd had that Volkswagen convertible for yes. 10 years now. Wow, you've had it longer than you've had me. <laughs> it's been a long time. And I just decided it's finally time to get something else. And I decided I'd been sitting very, very low to the ground for a very long time. And now I have a Jeep. Yes, and especially after you've had family like Barry, who's had so many accidents where the Jeep saved his life. Absolutely. I feel better knowing you're driving a Jeep now because I don't want you to die, my love. Thank you very much. Yes, Barry has had two different could-have-been-fatal-accidents where the construction of a Jeep product has saved his life both times. Yes, well, wonderful. that's pretty amazing. Yes, and, and I, I hear you already joined the the Instagrams and the Facebook clubs and the pages for all the Jeeps. I did not do any of that. You're not, but Jeep is a lifestyle, babe. It's like salt life, but Jeep life. <laughs> I'm not getting salt life either. No, I will wave at people because there's a whole Jeep wave that you do between other Wrangler drivers. But as of right now... I'm good with me and my little Jeep. Okay, sounds good. And did you want to share the best part about its color, which is the name? Oh, it's Snazberry, which yes. is this color that's somewhere in between a purple and a red, and it's so shiny, and it makes me think of the line from Willy Wonka where they're like, and the snozberries taste like snozberries. And I'm like, and the, the snozberries taste like snozberries. Yes, that's where my mind goes to as well, so it's <laughs> perfect. Well, and it also... Like, it's obviously raspberry, and it's snazzy. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, that makes me think of, like, fossy jazz hands, Ooh, too. yes, snazzy, so it's like, jazzy. It's like raspberry with jazz hands. That's how I describe the color. Aww. Um, darling, what is making you happy right now? Well, I have received a promotion of sorts at work. Congratulations. It is very much deserved. Thank you. Yes, I have gone from being the sales counselor at work to the sales director, which basically means I have more responsibilities. So it's been fun getting more responsibilities because I am ready to step up to them. And so yay me for the promotion. Yes. Congratulations, darling. I'm still with Hardis in the same job, basically performing the same functions. So this doesn't affect anyone else I'm working for other than the fact that I get the fancy director title. Woohoo. Woohoo. Indeed. So now let's get over to some final thoughts on things that we've been 
doing recently, you have been doing a whole bunch of Persona. Yes, Persona 5 Royal is out on the PS4 currently. Currently, that's the only system on it. If you're not familiar with the Persona series, they typically do a deluxe version, and that is this, that's the Royal aspect of the Persona 5, and it was my second time playing through Persona, Uh this time with the extras. And if you were absolutely in love with the first one like I was, the second one is that all over again with more quality of life improvements and extra content here and there. I would say that if you enjoyed it but you weren't in love, I don't know whether it's worth a full playthrough all over again if you played the first one, but especially if you've never played Persona and you own a PlayStation, you should be playing it because it's snazzy, artistic, the story's great. The music is fantastic. The music's fantastic. The characters are great. If, if you played the original and the new character, Kasumi, I'm on the fence of I liked her better before the, the third semester where you learned her story. I wasn't a fan of the story. Because she's a pedophile cannibal? Yes, because she's a pedophile cannibal. And that can be a bad thing. No, spoiler alert for those playing the game. But after spending the entire time being Kasumi, um, it ends up that no, Kasumi is her little sister who died in a car wreck. And it's actually like her name is Sumir instead. And it was it was Sumir all along. (laughs) Well, speaking of that. Let's talk about WandaVision. Yes, because the last time that we talked about WandaVision, it wasn't even Agatha all along, and that took (laughs) over the entire internet. Because that song is fantastic. Yes, it is high, high camp, which is what we love. Yeah, like, and of course, because I put his name in everything, Mm -hmm. I've been singing... It was Remy all along. Yes. <laughs> Remy has been blamed for many things all along since <laughs> we learned that Agatha was yeah. a prote- or an antagonist all along in WandaVision. So let's talk about WandaVision, some overarching things with it. Now, it is all hinged on Elizabeth Olsen's performance. And and she was amazing. Yes. For those of you who don't know about Wanda or Vision, those are two Marvel characters that were in relationship. They were in the Avengers movies. A couple people saw the Avengers. I hear that it kind of became more, like, while superheroes have always been kind of niche, they've gotten more niche recently. Yeah. Less accessible to everyone out there. And so you <laughs> might not have heard about that. Really? Because I'm pretty sure that until this past weekend... Avengers Endgame was the number one movie in history. Yes. Do you know what happened this weekend on a side note? So Disney... What ha- happened? What ha- happened was Disney re-released Avatar mm-hmm. in China where it earned enough by like 17 million yeah. to re-overtake and now is the number one movie in history again, which... Honestly, it's because them just being petty and wanting to win it back. Well, Disney owns both. Oh, so Disney Marvel, it's all the same thing. What I think it is, Mm -hmm. is that Avatar 2 is going to be coming out in 2022. Mm -hmm. And now they're going to be able to say the sequel to the number one movie of all time. Yeah. And then before Avengers 5 comes out, they'll re-release Endgame or something in theaters again. Yeah. And then they'll be able to say, yeah. And they'll be able to keep doing that back and forth. 
But I see what you did there, Disney. Yeah. But and and it's Disney, like, when you do things, you typically do them very thought out because this was uh, what at first for WandaVision seemed kind of like a, a left, like a, a hit out of left park. Like, where did that come from with the, the whole a MCU? And, yeah. It was just, you know, the first episode was basically just she was a 50s housewife, a la like I Love Lucy and. And all of that. And like episode two was kind of bewitched. Mm-hmm. And, but. Elizabeth Olsen coming from the Olsen family with the Olsen twins. Yes. She's a fantastic actress with a lot of range because to go from where she did playing a caricature of a 50 and 60s mm. TV show housewife all the way up through a modern and then still doing her Wanda character whenever it all comes out, like the range she showed in this and in the end, the real villain of all of this was grief yes. and loss. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was a fantastic way for Marvel to really dig in to this character who had her world torn apart because of Endgame and actually show emotional and mental consequences to the superhero life, which you don't see. You never see that. And that is always something where even with Buffy or any sort of superhero show with all the fucked up shit that they go through on a weekly basis. And then it's just more fucked up stuff the next week. Yeah. You know, the fact that these people aren't just crippling, drooling, you know, therapy, you know, right. Sock puppets at this point, because of everything that they've been through is just unrealistic. And so, I mean, yeah, the whole theme of the, the series was grief grief and, and to the point where they got that the line of like what is grief but love well, persevering. persevering and that is just all over everywhere and will yep. be and i mean gold. well i think that that is going to be like all over soccer mom's fridges the same way live laugh love is yeah <laughs> somebody else that was a very big standout is Catherine Hahn yes who most people know as bad moms bad moms she's a very talented comedic actress but again the range she showed in this series because she was a chilling villain when she does have that flip oh when it yeah when it flips and then it goes into the hole it was agatha all along Mm -hmm. and you see her in the next two episodes especially when she's pushing wanda through re-exploring all the horrible things that happened to her and going over her grief like Bravo, Catherine Hahn. I hope you get nominated some for some awards for this because it was impressive. Yes, it certainly was. And uh, spoiler alert for the ending, but even though Quicksilver will not be sticking around with this retcon, I did love that that was the best on casting that I've ever yeah. seen ever. And Tiona Paris, who plays Monica Rambo, was also another standout with this. Yeah, I'm ready for her to be in Captain Marvel 2 or wherever she ends up because I want more of her because she got these awesome powers and they don't even go into it. Yeah, and so I definitely think it's going to head there. And there was the post credit scene if you missed it because it's a Marvel thing, so you should know better if you didn't. Yeah, and so that is definitely leading into Captain Marvel 2 with because she was getting a call to go out to space from the screen or was it the crawl? Well, she's actually supposed to head up there to meet Sam Jackson. Oh, okay. Yeah. Director Fury was the one summoning her Two other great standouts from this who I would love to see have their own action comedy series. 
mm-hmm. would be Randall Park, who plays FBI agent Jimmy Woo, yeah. and Kat Dennings, who plays Darcy. Um, Darcy Lewis, the scientist. Who everyone knows from Two Broke Girls. Two Broke Girls and the first two first Thor's. Thor movies. What I would really love to see is them working for S.W.O.R.D. Yeah. And going and... Have it be like, like a new shield, but having, like have it be more comedy. And like just out there and really go for it. Mm-hmm. And I think that could be fantastic. If you didn't watch WandaVision, oops, we just spoiled the whole I show for you. I said spoiler first, but that still doesn't mean you shouldn't go back and watch it because it's just a beautifully told story from start to finish. If you haven't watched them before in the Marvel movies, they have a great two little part catch up under Marvel Legends. It, yeah, on Disney Plus. Like, and they'll guide you through it all. It It's very so well done. Very, very well done. And bravo to Disney and Marvel. I can't wait to see where it goes next. Yes. And something that isn't going anywhere anytime soon next, you finish your Bioshock trilogy. And they have not made a fourth announcement yet. They have made a fourth announcement. Oh. But I think it was just announced in December, so it's going to be several years. Gotcha. Well, tell us about your final thoughts on the whole trilogy, because you reported back like one at a time. Right. So finishing it all. What I can say is... Wow, what mm-hmm. a great trilogy. Yes. Unfortunately, the third is the weakest of the trilogy, I feel, where the first two take place in Rapture, and I was kind of getting tired of being in the underworld city of Rapture. I wanted to experience something new. You go into the floating city in the sky in the third one, but the story was weaker, and it honestly felt like you were walking down narrow corridors getting exposition thrown at you the entire time till you were put into a here's a battle area and you were fighting pretty much the same people again and again and again. And like, I know you have to beat the enemies and things. This almost felt like a graphic novel that you had to take more part in. Yeah. So it felt like I can see where it's going, but so in the first two games, you had plasmids, which were like your mutant powers. Yeah. And they definitely played a big part in the game in battling and in puzzle solving and things. And yeah, especially it was, the electricity and the yeah. fire and the ice being and the able to use them to yeah. solve puzzles. And it was important. You could get through the third game other than one section where you have to use your electricity to power up the batteries, you wouldn't need to use your powers at all through the third game, except for that one section. So that was slightly disappointing to make it such a big deal. So and for the new one, more powers, please. Or like, like and uses uses, like make them useful. Like the first one had the best story. Yes. I love the, the story first one had the best story. The second one had the best player experience because they took the things that needed improving from the first game and made the quality of life improvements for the second game. Plus I got to call you big daddy. (laughs) Yes. And normally it's the other way around. (laughs) So second one is best player experience. First one is most beautiful scenery and best story. Mm -hmm. Third one. I'm glad that I played. And if I, what did you think of the ending with the twist that it was connected to the first one? 
Because that's what when the when it came out, the internet was like all in love with it. But I don't know how that aged compared to some other things. Because it didn't. In hindsight, I don't think it aged as well. It didn't age because it was so tangentially connected. It was mm-hmm. like teeny tiny. Mm-hmm. And if you actually look now, for some oh, when the announcement came out, Twitter started talking about it, and they were ripping Bioshock Infinite, a new one on Twitter, and I was like, oh. Okay, I thought it was just me that playing them all in a row, I saw that. And there's some people that will defend Bioshock Infinite, and they played it with the giant breaks in between the three games. I want to go back almost to play just the DLC part, where Mm -hmm. it was in Rapture before the fall. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, in the first two games, you only play it after after the the fall. fall. right? So going back and playing the... I I don't know what the full story was or how the experience was, Mm. but I know that like that's something I would like want to go back to the game for where I don't even play the main story. I just want to play the DLC, I think. And everybody, if you have a Nintendo Switch and you have never played the Bioshock games or you have and you want to play them again, get the trilogy on the Switch. It's a good price for all three. I was going to say, and they do regularly go on sale, so if it's not a rush, add it to your wish list because it's one of those games that if you, if it's not 30% off now, it will be over the next month almost definitely. Yep. And modern TV is now back. Primetime TV is showing again. For the most part, yes, our DVR was something that for a while we were... It was just empty. It was empty. I got to play so many PlayStation games up on the big TV like a (laughs) grown-up. Because what we do is usually we're playing Switch games and then we have the TV on, so we're multitasking. Yeah. And then there's times where you're doing a PS4 game... And on using the big screen, and I treat it like a movie. Yes, like Spider-Man. Like the Spider-Man games. Miles Morales, which we're playing right now. Yep. And so with this, though, if you watch any shows that are out right now and you haven't been checking your DVR because they haven't been out for a while, 911s are still going strong with and new episodes. And they're really good right now, too. Like I, f- this is- I fell back into it because I was so over it for a little bit. I was like, oh, great, more fire department shows because Station 19 did lose me. And Station 19, but this season Station, on Station 19, 19 has been so much better. I'm we're we're about to at the after this go check out as it comes back because the the <laughs> finale gave me such an anxiety attack. I'm almost nervous to watch it. <laughs> but the nine one ones are back. Clarice is a brand new show that continue. So it is we've mentioned before a continuation kind of of Silence of the Lambs, Lambs. with no Hannibal Lecter character exactly, it's and it's just is Clarice standing with the on FBI. its own right now and. It, it's really good. It is. So and check one out. other show that I want to talk about real quick sure. is The Connors. Yes. So The Connors is what happens when horrible uh, Rose, racist people get called off for being horrible racist yeah, people. When Roseanne Barr has accountability, come and get her. And so they killed her off on the show and they renamed it The Connors, kind of like what happened back in the 80s. There was a show called Valerie with Valerie Harper. NBC and she got into a fight. They killed her off and renamed the show The Hogan Family and brought in her sister to be the new matriarch of the family. Mm-hmm. And so the Ho- the Connors now, you've got Katie Seagal joining the cast as Dan's girlfriend. You've got all the kids there. And honestly, it's better without Roseanne. Yes, it certainly is. I agree. 
Because she's hate, not the, that great. The girl from com- Shameless is just a little, little twat bitch on there. I can't yeah, she's stand kind of, her. She's pretty awful. Like, every time she shows up, I'm just like, ugh, it's Debbie the downer. Yeah, like, pretty and much. And I know she's, she's not old- Debbie, but she's just, uh, just a nasty bitch who's unlikable. Yeah, she's not likable at all. They're addressing a lot of really interesting things. Besides income inequality and food scarcity, they also addressed trans rights issues recently yeah. and privacy. And, and they killed Roseanne off because of painkiller addictions. Right. The I mean, opiate addictions and opioid addictions are so big in the country, especially West Virginia, where I came from. It was a huge issue. So yes. if if you that was more of an issue than the the hillbillies from Wrong Turn, correct? Okay, yes. Just wanted to make sure. So, yes, it, it, and you, it sounds like when you say it deals with these heavy things that it does them, but they do it in a funny way. Yes, it's still very, very funny. It's heartwarming. It's I think it's more of a dramedy, but mm-hmm. it's really good. So, if you were ever a fan of Roseanne back in the day, watch the Connors now. It has all the parts that you actually liked. Yes. So, any other things going on right now that you want to touch on before we head off on our five-year anniversary? um, I can't wait to see what's going on with Station 19 and Grays. I will put this out there to Shonda Rhimes. You better not be killing off Meredith Grey. Her children have already had a loss with their father. They don't need a loss with their mother as well. And you don't need the loss. I don't need to experience it either. We 2020 has already taken so much from us. Let 2021 be a healing year for us, Shonda. Yes. So, <laughs> P.S., I love you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. And everyone, thank you for listening. Stay tuned next week for another episode. In the meantime, you could join our conversation by emailing us at happylifepod at gmail.com. You can get in touch with us on all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of those you will find as well at Happy Life Pod. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts. Yes, or Spotify or Stitcher, wherever you consume your podcasts. Yes. And you know what? Until next time, darling. Stay happy. happy.